want to talk about media? I do a little bit. How you doing, Jerry? How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. Can you we want... say something? Because that we, apparently I was just going through the analytics today, and we have listeners across the nation. Mm. All the thank way down you. to Florida. Thank you. Actually, all the way down to Australia, if you want to keep going. Do you know what you say? Say thank you, Gilbert. Thank you, Gilbert. Thank you, Gilbert. Is that, that what we call our fans? Just Gilbert? They're Gilbert. They're Gilbert. You say thank you, Gilbert. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Not like the episodes or the ep- the the next heads or whatever. No, just or the warriors. Gil- no, just Gilbert. Can... Thank yeah. you, Gilbert. Thank you, Gilbert. God damn. What do you say? You say thank you, Gilbert. Yeah. 2020? I don't know. We don't have a theme to it. But uh, but we're, we're... I, I think I figured it out. Yeah. 2020. Ain't this about a bitch? <laughs> I, Fuck. All right. Okay. No, I'm not done. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Jesus. <laughs> That's how it... Ain't this about a bitch? Period. <laughs> Question mark. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's, shit, that's man. The new one. I'm getting. This is going to be an awkward segue, but we're going to talk about Rio tonight from Duran Duran. I think that's what the nation needs right now, <laughs> dude. You know what? We need a little bit of early '80s synth pop <laughs> that becomes more of your bone structure than you're really willing to admit. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, big time. And you know what's great about this album? Hmm. It starts with the banger. Yeah. It starts with this fucking hit. And uh, Jesus Christ, man. Can these guys put together a tune? Um, the song, yeah. Uh, you take their first record. Um, <laughs> this one, the songs got jumped up in quality. But the first record, like the self-titled, this one. And then the ne- actually, I think the next one even, they took it up another notch. Yeah, yeah. Seven, uh, oh shit. It's seven and the lucky tiger. No, seven. I think it's seven and the lucky tiger. I think you were right. (laughs) But but what I think we can agree with is we're witnessing with this second album, yeah, kind of like a U two thing, which we haven't even we haven't even touched into. By the way, try to save that shit. Red Hot Chili Peppers, the bands where their second album is really fucking good and it does their job and it hits number ones in Australia. The idea that second album. I know. Let, let me finish. I know. I know. It wasn't the best example, because their second album's, you know, it's, uh, it's all right. The we'll first get CD your I bought. <laughs> now I want my drops. You need your drops. Right. Um, it's this is this isn't their pinnacle. This yeah. is their trajectory. This is now where you yeah. see where they're gonna end up going. This and is the Jean Baptiste to their Jesus that would be seven in the their Lucky second Tiger. album did enough. To make a third, a fourth, a fifth, but really what it did is set the cornerstone to the foundation that this band ends up fucking constructing a castle upon. Yeah, they're f- <laughs> amen yourself. <laughs> no, they have been prolific, like to the <laughs> to this day. Um, first album eighty one, this album eighty two, seven and uh, the tiger eighty three. Um, the fourth one. Shit, what was the name? But that was in '84. Yeah, not Arena. Arena, the live one, going so, to work. Boom, 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 and they've put out an album every three or four years mm-hmm. ever since. Yeah, till about 2015. And I had read an article this afternoon from 2018 that so they had some shit in the works. So whatever. These guys never quit. With the, but some of them quit. <laughs> we did, did, and some of them died, right? Um, I don't know. Didn't, didn't uh. That's in excess. Oh, okay. But nice on you, the sexual, sexual charades. charades. <laughs> I like it. Cross pollinization. You're right. You're no, right. That's in excess. Right. I think everyone is still alive. They retired to the countryside. 
like an 86. The two of the, ta- by the way, all three Taylors in this group. Are they brothers? No relation. Okay. Yeah. We, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> we should, we should, we should post up Rio. We should fucking start listening to this album. But I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't know. And I'm writing John Taylor, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I got, I got uh, Taylor <laughs> Vincent Nixon. Fucking Taylors all over this fucking band. I thought they were at least cousins or nope. maybe married into a uh, family. Nothing. I guess that's just a very common British name. Yeah. Well, sure. They all worked in clothing. Well, it's <laughs> when, very well-dressed when, guys. When your last name was what you did mm-hmm. by the Brits. You know, all the, that's why they're dressed so well. I don't know what Le Bon, his grandparents made nice little French. chocolate treats or yeah, something. Tiny little chocolates. <laughs> can, I, can I kick it? Yes, you can. All right. Let me turn it up before I kick it. You know the jam. This well, is the this title track. Starts out slow, brings you it in, and like then... It's Club like a bong hit or something at the beginning of the song. We got a sailboat in the video. They filmed oh, it. the videos. Yeah, Stop yeah. it. Sexual awakening in the <laughs> videos, dude. We can hungry like a wolf. We'll get to it. Yeah. Where's that bass going? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you just dialed in Rio by Duran Duran. I hope you guys are all doing well tonight and just sit back and enjoy this kind of groove. We're going to go doubles on the hi-hats. We're going to have a nice electronic beat and sail away. Ooh, and hit the post. Whee! Cherry ice cream smiles. It is very nice, Simon. Yeah. Okay, Dude, it's, it's John Taylor on the bass, I do believe. Yeah. Nice work, Phil. The bass, the bass, you almost think it's going to get farty a little bit later on in the in these songs mm. where he's just like, he's plucking a string, mm. but then gliding over the rest. So you can drop the yeah, hook. yeah. Yeah. And he's doing them. The guitars on this album are amazing. You don't think about guitars when you think about these guys. But the guitars are fucking rad on this album. Yeah. So so the production-wise, let's bring it up a little notch here. I won't talk too much. The production-wise, it's it's like Def Leppard production. It's the early stages of tight. 80s, mid-tone, everything clean as fuck. And this not- is uh, Colin Thurston, if that's not a British enough name for you. Oh, Colin. Two first, two first names, Colin Thurston. Thurston. I'm Thurston for Colin's engineering. Uh, who came up under Tony Visconti as an engineer. So, you know, yeah. he worked on Heroes and Lust for Life and then went on to do, like, uh, I can't read my... Uh, Dude, it's so Talk, talk in the Human League. Dude, his production is so The Human clean. League, Chris! <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, he left us in 2000 at the age of 59. Way too young. That's too young. But a good track record. I love this. Pause. Yeah, let it hang. It's it's the pre- precursor to what Def Leppard starts doing with those like pre-bridges and shit. <laughs> they just let it hang here on real. It is classic pop songwriting. Yeah. Pre-choruses, proper bridges. Bouncy bass lines. You, this is the go-to drum beat if you want an upbeat dance dance song in yeah. this time. Oh, what? Somebody say bridge? Oh, hello, fart bass. Laughing. 
tell she was pretty by the way she laughed. Come on, Dave. Give me a break. Oh, Sax is coming back. He's trimming <laughs> he that sail. He slid a cord on the base. That fucking guy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Who knew? Wow, wow, wow. wow. Yes. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they cut the sax solo out of the radio edit. I think so. I don't think sax solo is... Which is crazy, because if there was ever a time to drop a single with a sax solo... You don't think of Duran Duran as a saxophone band. But this song is over five minutes. And that would, you know, obviously not, That's why. not a single. You gotta, if you got to chop it, you're like, this part and the sax part, let's just take it out. Let's keep this thing moving. I understand. And what's funny about Duran Duran is they're one of the first ones who started cracking... The European and American radio techniques. This is mm. where we can talk about production because everything they do is clean. They're yeah. fucking you. You can hear the lyrics. Nothing gets muddled. They are clean every fucking instrument. But it does. It doesn't sound like it's recorded live, which it probably was. But it, it's really isolated. Every instrument's super yeah. isolated. I think they. I think they tended to build. Well, especially, uh, well, not this one, but uh, we'll get to it. But I remember reading about the production of it that as people started showing up to the studio, they started laying their parts. They're like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, John's here. Okay, get a baseline on this. I think they were not above building it from the ground up like that. As yeah. A, as opposed nice. to a jam session. I don't, I don't know. I don't picture them as jammers. But, I mean, they're all musicians. I agree with Here's you. Here's the thing. He's playing maybe that the the, elect, the electric drums, but he's playing the drums. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And and they they've been... Basically, they're a boy band, except <laughs> except for they, they had play. they they could play, which is even. <sighs> and that's can what, I see the B word, Beatles? Uh, oh yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was a little apprehensive. Well, of where they're a little we're going. closer to the Beatles now than say One Direction, aren't they? They're using yeah, absolutely, okay. and they're using the studio as an instrument, uh, in the idea that they can layer on top of. They right. they don't have to play right at the same time, but they American radio has a different output level than fucking European radio. So you can have European mixes, and then you'd have American radio mixes. Yeah, they would. And that's what these guys did. They they understood that there's this difference, and we're going to have to remaster and remix this track for, for this market and for that market. And it's kind of the beginning of that idea. You know, we're coming off of the 70s where... You know, seven. You could still taste the seventies right here in nineteen eighty-two. <laughs> well, a band that started in like seventy-eight, seventy-nine. So they're really a product of the seventies, but not doing anything that the European seventies bands were doing. No, they we were lumped in at the beginning with the new romantic movement, which was like your flock of seagulls. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe like the Smiths you would throw in there. Um, bands with good haircuts, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. like the biggest connector or I can think. Brave of. haircuts. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of Aquanet. Thank you for the hole in the ozone layer. Uh, but you know they were taking a little bit of a cue from that '70s glam rock. But uh, yeah, yeah, bringing those keyboards in and the and the noose. I mean, th- that drum sound is not that far off from like Purple Rain when he's playing those like uh, Computer Blue. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was just the sound of the day. It it was, and the embracing of electronic drums came real quick with technology so technology and art are always tied together and to the point that there was there was a time when painters all of a sudden started painting and it well drawing 
really realistic and then and then painting as such modeling and whatnot yeah funny enough it was around the same time that this weird lens came out this <laughs> this polishing glass that you could project a, a image upside down on a fucking canvas right around the same time all of a sudden everybody started getting really fucking good the i the idea is what oh yeah dude, it's called uh, yeah the the camera obscura um, which is a lens that they that artists would look through. Except for some purists are like, Rembrandt didn't do that. Like, this is yay. like the auto tune of the. That's exactly right. Of the Renaissance. That's exactly right. The idea is um, technology and art push each other. For sure. And here's a stage sonically that we're listening to where synth drums are fairly new being able to pull them off and these guys just fucking double down <laughs> and we're like yeah we're gonna do a lot of synth drum yeah live fact, symbols though yeah symbols are live it's it's still like a hybrid at this point and that ain't easy to do to mix electronic with analog yeah. and they're fucking doing it yeah well, duran duran they, they, they don't get a lot of the everybody loves to listen to duran duran but not a lot of people talk about their fucking anchor point in development of music. They were airtight. I mean, the, the, in two years, they'd have a live album that would prove it. And by the way, that's where the farty bass shows up, Chris, in the live situation. You can't hide it live. He's got a farty bass, but it it suits it. it. It just makes it... They're a real band. Well, that's the thing about the farty bass is if the rest of your sound is digital and super tight, <laughs> yeah. the farty bass adds a little... <laughs> it's a little analog <laughs> edge. Air into the room. <laughs> Oh, we need a little air in this room. I'm going to, this is, here we go. Number two, On My Way, which was actually a single before this album came out but, uh, from a different session. And this is quite different from that single version. Some of these. Bart. <laughs> well, he's, he's funky. I mean, that's Absolutely. why, that's why Girls on Film is a fucking track. Uh, I mean, they worship like Chic. That's why they would go on to work uh, with what's his face from Chic, Nile Rogers. Right. I mean, also, he had just produced Less Dance, and I'm sure very sought after. A lot of similarities, a lot of crossovers with what you just said there. Well, this is dance music. Yeah. I think that's that's how they finally had to market them in the States, was dance music. They, we didn't know from New Romantics. No, no. And they haven't it, even figured out New Wave at this point, really. And what, what this sound kind of allows is those, those flare-ups, those solar flares of either the bass fart or the synth horns kind of deal or you know that twang twang you know they're just in your face real quick and then back into the middle ground there's something up with his harmonies too yeah they're almost like cowboy chordish they're not they're not it's not dissimilar tones but it's it's edgy somehow the vocal harmonies yeah, yeah he's yeah. got like this it's slightly the closest thing I compare it to is Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley. It's almost it's great Gregorian. I can't. Yeah. I'm not. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm not musically educated enough to express what I'm hearing. Yeah, but religiously. Yeah, <laughs> but can. religiously. I mean, the, the Lord. Those are heavenly harmonies. But uh, they Dude, have a the sound. devil's they tritone. The, they have the. They have the. And it's it's him back. It's Laban backing himself up. Mm -hmm. In a lot of cases. And he's excellent at singing he's over himself. great at it. And just whatever interval that is that. where I, he's... I'm going to say it every time it comes up, but I, it's... It, I learned it from Simon Le Bon. It, you earned it. You also, earned to learn. What I learned You from put the earning in learning. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. What I also learned from Simon Le Bon by way of... Uh, what's his name uh, from Def Leppard, the singer? Yeah. Uh, 
you know, the blonde guy. Yeah, that Anyway. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> was that if you put the little <laughs> on the end, it's it's a shorthand for emotion. Do you know what? <laughs> you used, when we first started playing in Maker, uh-huh. you used to put that at the end of almost every verse. Oh, yeah. Well, with restraint comes uh, age or you, with the other absolutely. way around. But, and even, but once we started hitting our stride after the first year, you cut 90% of it out. But for a while, when, when we were recording lyrics to Mogadishu and you were singing in the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you, 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 everything ended with, <laughs> and Bob and I looked at each other and we were like, he does that a lot, dude. <laughs> Listen, that probably helped me cure me of it, too, because listening back to yourself in isolation. Yeah, it's the worst. It, under solo conditions. <laughs> if and, you're Freddie Mercury or David Lee Roth, you can do it. Everybody do else, it. go fuck yourself. But there's all kinds of noises that you don't hear when someone gets done singing a line. Yeah. The, the breath just comes out of them like... Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah. Yeah, it's spilling off that momentum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God for editing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Human body makes well, terrible well, there, there is... No, but, but to talk about that recording technique, there is a live take that those, like, a drum kit reverberating on itself and vibrating in, you know, in tune is something you can't really touch but adds some thickness to the tracks. These guys are taking all of that air out of the room. There's, this sounds like there's zero air in the room. They oh, recorded this, this in space yeah. next to Alpha Centauri, and, uh, <laughs> and, and good on them for yeah. being able to get out there. But there's no air. The drums no. have no air. The bass has the bass probably has uh, the most air. The bass is... But it's just... Hey, I don't... Bang, it bang, might be bang. like their secret weapon is John Taylor. It's... The bass does what um, Fishbone does with horns. Yes. He's doing that now, Roger shit on the guitar. The other Taylor, Andy, Andy Taylor. Yeah, so we got we got Simon Lebon on vocals. Funky stabs. We got yeah, ding, ding, fuck ding, yeah. Ding. You hear Frusciani doing that ten years later. There's Frusciani in here. Yeah, dude, come on. We got a- Andy Taylor, like you said, playing the guitar. We got keyboards with Nick Rhodes. We got which, by the way, what a cool name for a keyboard player, a Rhodes. Yeah, Rhodes. Come on, Rhodes is a tough last name. R H O D E S, spelled nice. just like you put an like H the after an R. Piano, you're you're something. <laughs> we got uh, the bass, John Taylor, like you said, and then we got drums. We got Roger Taylor. Now, John, isn't that also the name of somebody in Queen? I, you know, maybe. don't they have a Roger Taylor in Queen? Feels like it. There's a Roger. He in played Queen. the drums, right? Bass drums. I think he played See, the bass the, drums. There we go. Rhythm section syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Poor guys. You, you know what? Once you once, <laughs> once you, you poor go fellas. once once you go John Bonham and fucking uh, <laughs> mm, and Prince Valiant. Hate to see it, buddy. Yeah, hate you can't, to yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Loading up your gear while the mm-hmm. lead singer's busy getting the hand job. So like to hook up, <laughs> but I don't want to lose my fucking wing nuts that hold my cymbals on. One of Bobby's best excuses for not helping me break down is like, I don't want to lose anything. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. But if, if but if you unscrew it and you take the symbol off and you rescrew it right away, yeah, yeah, yeah. that works. <laughs> That's He's good. Busy trying to get to the bar and yeah. make some time. Yeah, he ain't no fool. Got nothing. Playing bands oh. got me nothing. I, you know, a little bit here and there, as far as uh, you know, making out with ladies. Yeah. But uh, but um, 
wasn't quite the female magnet that you've been led to believe. Funny enough. Weird. Well, you fucked up and didn't be a singer. Yeah, I don't have that's the voice. The, that's where all the pusses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my God. Jared. Let me tell you, it looked Jared. like this one time, like 20, 20, 21 years really? ago. I was, oh, was it that blonde chick? Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. You remember her? Oh, yeah, dude. I did, too. I seen, I seen that. I remember that <laughs> I shit. remember, too. <laughs> hey, moving on. Uh, what was song did we just listen to? We just listened to the second one, and as far as the architecture of the My album, Own Way. Yeah. My Own Way. My Own Way. As the architecture of the album, this this one's a little bit different than some of our mm-hmm. other ones. They're not looking for the third banger, the third track banger. They're coming out with first song, Rio. Name of the album, <laughs> Rio. <laughs> Video sailing around Antigua, <laughs> but it might as well be Rio. <laughs> yes. And we fuck. That's yeah. that's basically what Duran Duran just we said. We wear our money suits, yeah. we do coke, and we fuck. Yep. Yep. If you got a problem with any of that. All of us leave the gig at the same time. Nobody loads their own shit. That's right. That's what I feel about Duran Duran. And <laughs> that's I, right. I, <laughs> I look up I look up to these guys because they just seem like they're killing it all the time. And have been. Right. Constantly, and you and remember when they had a comeback when we were in high school? Yeah, I mean, this is like second, third grade for us at this point. But they came back around. When we were like a high school and got cool again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That made me so happy. A, a real music aficionado loves Duran Duran. There's, oh. there's nobody who's really yeah. good at music or really is invested in music who's like, yeah, those guys suck. No. Never, never been said. No, yeah, and there's not a bunch of studio cats playing on. This is a band. Do you know what happens when Duran Duran dies and go to heaven? The killers get promoted? No. (laughs) (laughs) And? Yes. (laughs) They play in their own band. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, like they show up to heaven. Hopefully, they all die at the same time in a bus wreck or something like that. You know, know, God tried to do it with Gloria Stefan. Didn't work out. She survived. But... I see where he was going. He's going to take Duran Duran. He's going to at least take Duran <laughs> at, at the same time. Probably all of them. There's only the three OGs left in the band and at this point. It's Simon, it's John, the bass player, and Rhodes, the keyboardist. Can, which, can, which, which, honestly, that's what that's, you need. That's where it's at. No disrespect to the nah. other guys. Drummers are one of the most replaceable members, if not the most replaceable member of a band. Unfortunately. Yeah, it happens. Unfortunately. You know, thank God there's that many good drummers out there. <laughs> You know, that's what I'm saying. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at the flower patch. I'm glad there's a bunch of fucking daisies. There you go. I like it. But this is all dance music with like a couple slow jams. I think there's like two slow jams. Yeah. Which we're coming up to one, the first. We're at track number three. Lonely in your nightmares. I love this one. I don't think it was a single or anything, but here's the thing. Most of these could be singles. I think they only had like four singles on this, but yeah, they wrote them all like they were singles. And this feels like they were methodically picked and chosen to be singles. Absolutely. Rio, undeniable. Hungry right. Like a Wolf, which we're about to come up to. Oh, yeah, undeniable. that one's on here too. I always forget. Oh, dude, that, that video was like a sexual awakening for me. <laughs> well, Girls on Film had come prior to that. That was... <laughs> I, yeah, dude. I, was, that, I watch that right now and spank it. You want you want me to hit pause? And we're back. Okay. <laughs> um, um, so, girls on film you was went really fast. <laughs> did you say I look fast? Yeah, I was tired. I already did it like twice today. So you know, I was yeah. I was behind the eight ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or family's just gone. The ball. Yeah. <laughs> 
Girls on Film was a huge hit for these guys. Mm-hmm. Went through the roof kind of deal. Um, and great then, song. It is a great Video song. Video or not. It's the, like Def Leppard, and I'm going to try not to make too many comparisons, oh, yeah. but um, they are indicative of their own sound. Nobody sounds like them. They've influenced right. the sound. But when you within two bars of any of their hits starting, you're like, oh, that's Duran Duran. Yeah. Um, so Girls on Film was a huge fucking hit. And they were trying to figure out, while they're developing this album, how do they bridge the momentum? Because this album is going to take a little bit to finish. Yeah. And they want to put the quality into it, but they don't want to lose the heat. And so, uh, so they, uh, while they were developing Rio, um, My Own Way... Yeah, the last song we just heard. That was their. That was their. Like, let's get this out there. Throw a single out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then they were smart and re-recorded it for the album, so that wasn't, you know, because that's got. a very British thing is is to not put singles on the album, or at least it had been up until that point because yeah, it was like looked on as bad form to make you pay twice for something. Right. You could like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. oh, already, this was already a single, yeah. which makes it hard sometimes when you're going back. <laughs> Keep it. <Yeah. laughs> oh, knock it. Knock it. Oh, knock it. <laughs> but um, that's why it's hard when you think of like great uh, Smith songs and you're like, oh, what fucking album was that on? It's like, nah, it's a single. The Cure, same yep. way. The yep. Beatles did it that way. I didn't understand that when I bought the Cure's uh, tape cassette of Standing on the Beach and <laughs> Unreleased right. B-Sides. Yeah. I, I'm like, is this an album? Because I, I love all these songs on it's this fucking thing. they were all singles. Yeah, they were all singles, <laughs> man. I didn't know where to find them. Yeah. Something that we found out doing this podcast, or at least came to my mind doing this podcast, there's a, there's a bottom. There's, there's a time. You Over know, there. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we're in and of our time. Where there wasn't albums, so there's yeah. as far as deciding whose album, you know, what band had a great second album. There's there's a basement to that. There's a hard line somewhere in the 50s, 60s, where <laughs> there was just no albums. You, yeah. People put out singles. You want to yeah. listen to fucking any whatever. You see yeah. where I'm going? Like Robert Johnson's game. album. It wasn't an album. No, he just recorded. Yeah. Um, the idea of putting an album together is, is even still fairly fresh. It's mostly like classical music and like early country, if you can believe it. Mozart's second album. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> All right, I was about to play this third song. Yeah, Were you, did you wrap up your point? I think so. Okay, <laughs> I think I've talked enough. <laughs> Lonely in your nightmares. I like this one a lot. Great chorus. Great keyboard pads. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great Johnny Marr guitar. Except, do you hear little men at work here too? In the bass line. And the, in the rhythm section, I will say. Yeah. And the chord progression. Just something, just something there. It's like Johnny Marr playing guitar for men at work. Said this was a slow jam. It's not really a slow jam. It's more like a, the mid-tempo rocker. It's it's the spackle. Yeah. It's a little bit of spackle between the bricks. It's got a great chorus though. Mortar with those with those great harmonies. And this guy double double times hi hats like nobody else. Oh, I mean just good on you, Simon. That's a good line right there. Is it lonely in your nightmare? Let, Let me, me in. in. Wow, that's that's Jim Morrison level. It is. 
this song stands out on this album because it I guess you could dance to it. Yeah. But it's got it's a different it's got a different feel than like most of the record. He's he's doing this descending vocal line. Leaves falling off yeah. the tree kind of. It, it feels like fall. It feels like the letting go. Mm-hmm. Um it's in enigmatic of uh, the emotion it's trying to convey. I don't even know yeah, if yeah. any of that makes sense, but um it, it feels that way. Yeah. And just musically, it sounds like maybe this this would, like, if you were real Duran Duran head, you're like, oh, this is the old shit. This is like that right. late 70s. Right. Like that post-punk, almost, but yeah. with a, just good songwriters. This is what they're releasing to go into more of that pop-punk, or not pop-punk, but pop, you know, post-punk. And yeah, With yes. a foot in post-punk and pop. Yes. Yeah, yeah. pop sensibilities. Yeah, this the, There's yeah. a lot of P's in this conversation. We have Really gonna put the process. Really gonna put the processors through the work. <laughs> Popping peas like a pickle processor. As Michael Sheen says, microprocessors. <laughs> microprocessors. You wanna go outside for a smoke? You don't smoke. You wanna have a fist in fitness <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You, yeah, you can come in. You can come and go with this song, you yeah. know. And as far as a third one to anchor, I think they made enough room with Rio as the opener that they could they could put three or four. <laughs> you get just, a lot of goodwill after that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, there's a you're in the wake. You're in the wake of Rio at in this point, <laughs> which is you know. Right about when that wave dies, the the, the next one picks up, dude. It's this thing's. So smartly put together, this album, because they do the, they do the one and the four sequencing the lost art. Mm-hmm. We can do mm-hmm. a whole episode on sequencing. Sure. Well, with the digital age, man, there's there's not what's so much. What's a sequence? What's a sequence? What's a what does shuffle it matter? button? Yeah. It all happened with the advent of the shuffle button when the CD came out. <laughs> you get one out of. That's when I stopped choices. remembering song titles and track number whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's when I figured out the code to track number seven. All throughout the nineties. What what is this called? Track number seven. Yeah. As this fades away. <laughs> Beautiful. Let me tell you a little something. On just about any album, especially ones maybe made in the nineties, I noticed a certain phenomenon. Track number seven. Yeah. That's the banger. Okay. I'm not the only person okay. to notice this. Yeah, it's a thing. Sure. Um I mean, I, I knew it. And <laughs> Jimmy Voss. Uh, the youngest Voss son had a band called Track Seven for that exact reason. They were it was it was you known. Know. Track yeah. Seven was the track. Yeah. Can I do the math here? Let me let me, let me check my. Yeah, yeah. Check, no, check. not so much. <laughs> no, Duran Duran's on their own level. We understand that. We, we're going into this. We're already saying they're breaking convention. Yeah. God damn! I'm gonna keep an eye out for that. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Tell me if I'm not right. Yeah, I, I bet you're right. I bet you. Tell me if I'm not right. <laughs> I'm just diabetes, gonna call you up and. Diabetes. and, and, and <laughs> Tell me if I'm not right, please. Okay. Do we know how to put like links to YouTube videos in this? We can you, do anything. If you haven't but watched the Brimley, if you haven't watched the Wilford Brimley, <laughs> diabetes, uh, diabetes, Amadeus remix. Who did Amadeus? Was that? Taco? Falco? No, Falco. Taco did putting on the Ritz. Now, now didn't, didn't <laughs> Taco Falco... Taco and Falco. Taco. Okay, let's talk about Falco. <laughs> Real quick. 
Yeah. Falco Amadeus. Yeah. Killer track. Jam. Falco also did Bangkok, didn't didn't no. Falco who who did the Bangkok? That was a Murray Head. I don't fucking know why I know really? that, but that's Murray Head, and it's from Bangkok, an Oriental a city. city, a city to really. I get my kicks above the waistline, sunshine. sunshine. Dude, that's that- from a Broadway play about Bobby Fischer. Get the fuck out of here! That is what? That is a show tune. Bangkok, yeah, is Oriental a show city. tune about Bobby Fischer when he decided to go to fucking Bangkok and and get whores. What? How is that about a chess champion who was a There's kid? A, there was a chess championship in Bangkok, apparently. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I didn't ever see God, it. But some of this is true. I this never awesome. saw the show, but I'm I'm telling you, you didn't go. I went to a lot of Broadway shows when I was younger, Not but I didn't one. go to that one. You didn't yeah, go yeah. to Murray Head's. I, saw I don't know if it was his production, but he wrote the song. Oh, my God. You're blowing me away. This is awesome. That's why the verses are kind of eh, and the chorus is the fucking shit. Yeah. It's a show tune. One night in Bangkok yeah. and the, the verses world, are The verses are all exposition. No shit. The chorus is the fucking... Everybody knows that chorus. Oh, my God. It's oh a show God. tune. Dude, that that and I don't normally care for show tunes, Chris, and I love that jam. Dude, well, you, you got to give it up to some show tunes, you know. Not a show tune, but it's a go tune. Hungry like the wolf, you know it, you love it. <laughs> Laughing pretty girls again. I mean, they cultivated this with their Nagel uh, yeah, covers, yeah, the Nagel cover. Yeah. This and they come in with that that first verse real quick. This tune makes me want to take a bathrobe off while I'm shuffling across a fucking floor. A linoleum floor. This is what I want to do. When I hear slippers? this song... Oh, yeah. Bunny slippers? Yeah, yeah. And just drop well, your well, bathrobe to just your birthday as, suit? As I'm working it, either oh, to myself... Strip tease. It's not strip tease. Celebration of getting naked while you're wearing a robe. Can I call it a strip tease? You know, you know. If, yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm there's those harmonies again. You no, know you love this. Oh, I fucking love this to death. Just shut up. I'm going to turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like taking my shirt off and dancing Dude, right now. Right? You would, if you had a bathrobe on, yeah. you'd be waist deep in skin right now. If we were on ecstasy right now, forget it. We couldn't even resist the urge. Dude, we would be... We, we would, yes. I love you, bro. <laughs> Smell like a sound. This had the he had the uh, Indiana Jones fedora in this video. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was a very hot thing. Oh, dude, this okay. So this we'll video talk- was very Indiana Jones in the jungle. So the do do do's. Yeah. How casually, but but purposefully, he sings them. Is fucking great because you can't just Sting can do do do. You get half ass a doo doo. That there's three people on da, the planet da. that can fucking pull that off. Um, now the video. <laughs> I'm, I'm MTV and Duran Duran came up at the same time and they helped each other. They were scratching each other's backs. Out of chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, and this video played a bunch. The song's a jam, so you're never angry. This is what's great about Duran Duran. You're never angry when they show up. It's very inoffensive. You want them at every party you have because it's it, it's great. It's fine. Yeah. Thank you guys for showing up. <laughs> I might not be able to talk to you the whole time, but you, you're fine on your own. Yeah. They show up. It just adds everything. It, it takes a B to an A. And then 
Nice breakdown. Yeah, hold on. And then they're going to come right into the pre-chorus. Just double fist in that hi-hat. Four in the floor. Oh. I'm on the hunt down after you. Dude, Did we just do the Simon Le Bon harmonies? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, we got a future, man. <laughs> this song is, I think you said it earlier, in my DNA. I was showing you right before we got started, my my uh, my Duran Duran 45s yes. from my youth. Yes. Uh, from their next album, but I still remember this being on the radio. 1983, I think we talked about this every fucking episode. 1983, I got my first radio. Yeah. Whole yeah. world opened up to me. This was a solid part of it because when these songs came on, I'm you're so a kid. Just... You don't fucking know that it's not just fucking magic. And to mm-hmm. this day, I'm mm-hmm. not convinced it's not magic. Mm-hmm. But there's when you're a kid, you're just super susceptible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know how it's put together. You just like the effect. Mm-hmm. You like the sound of it. You'd... I had no idea about. Recording technique, how songs were put together. I thought everything right. had to be played live. If if I even thought of it at all, um, this is so so. These guys are right in the fucking wheelhouse as far as uh, nineteen eighty two kind of coming online. Mm-hmm. This this album and that track right there, <laughs> then just lasted until now and then later. <laughs> just like, bought them four four more albums. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I'm watching this video, and it turns out to be an interracial couple. Yeah. And oh, they're the stalking Grace each other. Looking motherfucker. Yeah. And they're stalking each other. They're, it's greenery. Broke ass couldn't afford the real Grace Jones. Yeah. Not until View to a Kill. We should, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> two, two degrees of Grace Jones right there. Yeah. I just want to be her friend, too. Fucking that song is killer, too. Yeah. That Their James Bond theme, View yeah. to a Kill. Oh, yeah. Fuck out of here. One of the best James Bond theme songs. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's right out there with Goldfinger. And better. Ex- because better. you would play it. <laughs> <laughs> you would actually listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe Adele's Skyfall's pretty good. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 you know. Um, i trying to think. Did, they fucked up. Never had Prince do one. I've got a big octopussy for you. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was one of them. Who sang octopussy? I think <laughs> was, I feel like it was Bootsy Collins. I think it was Bootsy Collins. <laughs> Dig. Nice. Oh, octopussy. <laughs> <laughs> was that about 1983? Yeah, it's early because uh, yeah. I saw it in the theaters and it was the first, It was that was my James Bond awakening, was Octopussy. Okay. And then I realized there was shit before and soon to be shit afterwards. And my dad... <laughs> My dad was like, "Yeah, there's other stuff. Yeah, like, like octopus is all right, <laughs> but, okay, you know, but, but there's Connery. This, this is guy called Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say my dad's probably favorite James Bond would be Sean Connery, though we've never had this discussion. I think most people's favorite James Bond is Sean Connery. It's it's tough to beat Sean Connery once you once you crack that open. But I have a soft spot for the for the dandy Roger Moore. <laughs> you know he can't take a punch, but he seems to win every fight. Um, I'm more a fan of Timothy Dalton. I think Timothy Dalton think is T. better Dalton's than did, Roger Moore than, to me. You know what? And I can't argue that either. I don't think his movies were as good, but... Yeah, it's only two, right? He, he, he only Dalton, got two. T-Dalton. Uh, <laughs> Yo. He was... But 
I'm not angry at him. And yeah. Tito also, he, he reminded us that James Bond's wife's died. That's right. She died. And that motherfucker was in Flash Gordon. Yeah. T- <laughs> Timothy Dalton was? Uh, yeah. Get out of here. Yep. Timothy Dalton was in Flash Gordon. All the way. I, this is, what I like about this podcast is the learning, Jared. He had a mustache. <laughs> This is what I, even his natural mustache looks fake. That's uh, un, yeah. it's unfortunate. Oh, it's for unfortunate. sure, he looks like a William, Williamsburg uh, hipster. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not. It's it was but a, he kind of pulls it off. He does his that's best. W- that's He's one of Quincy's full commitment. Movies, that's why full commitment. Let's play this next song, and then we'll take the mid album break, and we'll okay. we'll discuss. Dude, there's so many hammers coming out. Hold back the rain. Yes. Can you do that? This song's got a theme. <laughs> well, Nick Rhodes really getting the work out of the arpeggiator setting on the uh, on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, it's where you it's where you can play a chord, and it will it'll arpeggiate it for you, if, if for lack yeah. of a better term. A sweep arpeggio. But it, it run through the notes of that chord up and down the scale. And that's kind of almost the signature sound of this album. Yeah. Yeah. But guys like, uh, I just mentioned them before, the the haircut guys. Flock of Seagulls. Put that to use as well. Here's that pre-bridge again. Right. What do you think this song's about? They're not going to show me the lyrics. So I'm trying to cheat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think it's about? I know. You what think it's he's about. wet? You know what it's about? You looked it up. Mm-hmm. It's one it of the only facts I have. Lay it on me, please. <laughs> well, let's listen for a second. All right. To the instrumental break. Yeah, man. Let's listen to the instrumental break. Really, it's the bass lines. <laughs> That's the secret they're, ingredient. They're, they're the sleepers. It's bow, almost bow, like bow, the bow, who, bow. where you don't realize yeah. that bass is doing a lot Some of lifting. lifting. And little pops and slaps in there. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Johnny! Bang. So, John Taylor. John Taylor in this band is playing the bass. Yep. He's the one that we're just celebrating right there, and he's crushing it. Because he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. John Taylor had uh, some vices. Some drinking and some drugs, uh, and this is a silent Simon Lebont song to the bassist about oh shit. his shit. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah. And what's funny enough is we both been in bands that have together and whatnot, where there's been some sort of like song about maybe somebody in the band like you're slipping or come on man. <laughs> this is Simon. This it's a com- funny enough. It's a common theme in, yeah. in bands. Oh sure. And. Every now and then, a sick song gets written about it. You did a hell of a job, um, and uh, <laughs> that thing and, still bums him out when I remind him that's about him. But yeah, it was a uh, it was a lean on me sort of fucking tune. Yeah, yeah. If you can appreciate that, I was proud Brandon to be part me, of it. Like bridge over troubled water, you know what I'm saying? Kinda. I Everybody think so. hurts. We because Garfunkel had a problem with showing his nuts. Yes. And so, <laughs> and so Simon just said like, "All right, I gotta. Yeah. He, he won't listen to me, so maybe he'll hear me." That's funny. That does happen a lot. I think uh, fucking 
pick the Fleetwood Mac album. I don't know. <laughs> but, but it happens, you know? It does. That's your world. And if you're writing about your world, it's going to get a little bit meta. It, you know, and, and it's kind of a weird, intimate thing that I never had to put pen to paper about or sing in front of somebody, which is that cathartic part of playing music that I never got to taste that I really admire about singers because every now and then they really are singing about something in their heart, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, and <laughs> or lucky. feeling it in front of somebody yeah, and, yeah. or a crowd of people, let alone singing to somebody in your own band that you're pulling for. Yeah. And that's what Hold Back the Rain is, is, um, is uh, Simon Labont was trying to basically tell the bassist, his buddy John Taylor, like, come on, man, we got to pull this together, brother. Yeah. I love you. How long are we going to do this? Why are you picking on me? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Because that you know what that really boils down to? It's just a love song right. for your bro. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful. Bro, the new romantics? Fuck that. They're the new bromantics. <laughs> Come on. So, so, shit. Chris. It's a killer band. This is uh, such a good band, dude. If you don't think so, you're a dick. I, there I said it. Mm-hmm. You're right. I back you up 100%. Stop um, being a dick like Duran Duran. You're probably one of those all lives matter people, too. And I don't want to know you. Man, all bones matter, but my arm's broken. So yeah. can we talk about that? Yep. Listen to Simon Le Bon. What was that song when we were in high school that was the big one? Um, I won't cry for yesterday. You know, right? <laughs> oh, the ordinary world. Dude, no ordinary world. Was it a woman or world? World. Really? Ordinary world. I would have gone woman. Huh? Well, I have no idea what that song about. think about women. <laughs> yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what it, it. I still send this one goes out to the one I love to people I like. Oh, and no. Apparently, I, I was wrong on that. And you're going to get every Irony breath. Irony in music. You're going to play every breath you take at your wedding? I got to I gotta say, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good irony in music, mm. but I'm not for it. <laughs> I kind of think it's, it's too cheeky. It's too fucking... Hmm. Don't be so gullible, McFly. Yeah, <laughs> I play drums, by the way. Just tell me where to sit. We've got. <laughs> is all my stuff here? Yes. Okay, we're good. <laughs> stuff is here. We're at the halfway point, Chris. Awesome. And this, having left my laptop upstairs, is where I defer to you for the facts and figures awesome. today. All right. Well, the first, the top ten albums are um, Roger Moore's solo album, <laughs> uh, "Puss Me Like I Can't Be Done." <laughs> The, no, that was number three. <laughs> puss me. That's puss me like you can't be done at number three. <laughs> Roger Moore. Uh, and the more tones. <laughs> Sean Connery with number two with, that's my job. Yeah, I slap women. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> um, I, I don't have any of the top. I don't have that's any right. of the top songs. Any, you can, you any can take a wild songs. guess. We get the, we get the point. Um, but what I do have... Tops of. There's more than 10. Let me rush. <laughs> I wish. I don't have a threat assessment. Good. There's oh, too many threats right now. <sighs> yeah. That would be a whole episode. We should just do a threat assessment episode. Here's the deal. Just to blow we'll off find some fucking some, steam. We'll find some of that aforementioned uh, ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. We'll get on that. We'll get rolling. And then we let the tape roll. All of this is a good idea. And then idea. we just say everything that comes into our minds, mm -hmm. and nothing can go wrong. Yep. Never put it out on the air. 
Uh, only for a Patreon subscription. <laughs> okay, we do we do have a few hidden episodes that that my I know my older sister was like, yeah, I want to hear that. Jane Goodall. That's all I have to oh say. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so funny. We should. Yeah. Anyway, Dark Crystal came out in 1982. Oh. Yeah, it scared the shit out of my little sister. Jim Henson decides he's gonna make a serious movie with his puppetry. He does it. Pulls it off, and only a few people liked it. Yeah, yeah. Kids did. Yeah. We got it. That was a heavy fucking movie for being a kid in 1982. What am I, eight at this time? Yeah. Is it 74, six, plus two? It's it's like I'm 19. Um, (laughs) And fucking, that was a heavy movie. It's still a heavy movie. It's a simple theme. Yeah. But there's, it's all real. Yeah. It's all, they they did and made all of that shit. No CGI. Holy and cow. You were what? Yeah, I was six, so you were seven? Eight-ish, somewhere in there. We're in May. Are you this two is years May older 10th. than me? No, I'm like a year and three quarters. T- no, I'm like a re- year quarters. and a half. Year, year, year and, and a half. Because I'm May 23rd. Well, you're December, oh, December 20th. May, December. We're just, ish. We're, right we're in ish half. areas. I, I defer to your fucking My elderly. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you just saved yourself a spanking, my friend. <laughs> Lucky you, unlucky me. Fast Times at Ridgemont High came uh, out. You gotta listen to the second side of Led Zeppelin 4. Which is not on the second side. Of, like, by the way, Cashmere is not on the second side of Led Zeppelin 4, so that's why the shit didn't go right for him. Yeah. little Easter egg for you right there. Yeah. They. I don't know why I just I did know you. Christina Aguilera <laughs> air notes when I said that. You know, maybe we will bring video in here for some clips or something. Because we bring in the video, we got to take out the Canadian mist. We just got to. You put, make the choice. Now we just have to put tape over the label <laughs> and over the nozzle. Annie came out. <laughs> Annie. Oh, fuck that movie. I know. <laughs> uh, but not this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, that's just how I feel. Okay. I don't like that movie at all. You know what? I don't like musicals. I I said it already. I love musicals, but Annie is an unsatisfactory story. I don't give a shit, man. You know, and I I was more interested in the orphans. Right? Carol Burnett was at least in those parts. Let's stay with them. Yeah. I'm going to see it shine like the top of the Chrysler building. (laughs) Fuck. I hate that movie, and I can quote that shit. Carol Burnett. That's probably how you say it. <laughs> Fucking comedy genius. God, she's a yes. goddamn gem. Still with us, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, stay quarantined, baby. Yes. Please. Hashtag save Burnett. Yes, because we need to we need to have some when this is all over, mm-hmm. we need to have some laughs. You need to resurface. hmm We need. We can put you in a little Travolta bubble because, you know, is Harvey you're Corn? worth it. Dude, I, I watched that Travolta movie no. I mean, years ago, yeah, a very long time ago, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that, that movie stinks. <laughs> and also, I was like, that can happen? <laughs> it did. I remember, like, the real dude, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Bubble it was, Boy. It was a thing. Yeah. What happened to, I mean, he could, was he the only Bubble Boy? It was like yeah. six. Then well, there's just three six. now. There's three now. But well, I, I mean, mean, because they didn't have I, I would imagine there's like 300 Bubble them. Boys now. We're, like if somebody walks past a walnut, they could fucking die these days. We're kind of all bubble people right now. We're, <laughs> That's we're, true. We're in the bubble people. You know what? We're in the Matrix, but you know what came before the Matrix? Let me paint in you. 1982? In 1982. Let oh, me paint shit. you a picture paint, of one of my favorite movies. Paint it out. When, oh. When I say... When I say... <laughs> I know. <laughs> when I say Flynn's Arcade. Oh, no. That's not where I was going, but yeah. Tron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. I loved staying home sick from school, putting my soccer shin guards on my forearms, <laughs> running around the house with a Frisbee because I can muster up enough energy to be oh. Tron for a little while. Yes. Even, no matter how sick I was, I could be Tron. Yeah. And all you needed was a stick to ride the fucking oh, yeah. motorcycle. Boom. Stick. And That's you know what's funny? I said, I just want to, for nerd nerd stuff, sorry to derail your stick, <laughs> but I know I wasn't actually Tron. I was playing Flynn yeah, and, sure. and, and, you know, Who I was a Tron? user. Tron, Tron was the program the that was written. No, oh. Tron was a program that was written to, uh, to um, uh, govern financial transactions. He was like lawful good. Was that Bruce Boxleitner? Yes. Okay. He was Tron. He was Tron, right. Flynn okay. was Flynn. Flynn was Flynn. And Tron was the, technically the name of a program. Yeah. And also RAM, who, funny enough, there's a random access memory. Yeah. But he was also a program that was helping um, people buy houses. And he, he, had this, he had this great, that actor, actually, I have no idea if he did anything else. That actor who played RAM was excellent because <laughs> he had this lightheartedness of like, yeah, let's go get into some shit. Yeah. And uh, I also really like helping people get into their homes. Like, he said that line in the fucking movie. And he's like, I really like what I do for work. Who is the bad guy? The, the CPU. The, the CPU. Well, well the, no, no, no. Not the big face guy. Yeah, not that guy. Yeah, yeah. But the, like, fucking, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Master electric. Control. And then there was, yeah. Master Control. The electric. Uh, no, no. You're, you're the, the British dude. Boop, boop, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I act this out anymore? He, none you of your gestures like that, are doing it. He had it, that stormtrooper kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah, a yeah. silhouette. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. I'm spacing his name right now, so I'm going to try not master to master control. But no, no, he oh. was. That's who he answered to. Oh, uh, the master control unit. He was Norton Antivirus. He was, was his name. <laughs> he was Norton. Norton. <laughs> Norton. Norton. <laughs> How would you, you <laughs> like to fuck Tron up the ass? Oh, first, first Blood came out this year. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, Robin Hood. That's what it is. Oh. It's, well, yeah. no, it's First Blood. But yeah, yeah, Stallone, he wrote it. It's basically the Robin Hood story-ish. You know, the Costner Robin Hood. Uh, obviously, we already covered the idea that my yeah. friend Jimmy came up with that parallel, which is totally accurate. <laughs> First Blood came out. Blade Runner came out. Yeah. What's going on with cinema right now in 1982 with these just bangers? This is just happening. Because shit wasn't that cool in 1982. In life, yeah. in general, I think. But there's some filmmakers, there's writers, there's musicians who are setting themselves up. They're setting up their whole domino track yeah. right now. Duran Duran's doing it. Stallone's doing it. Fucking Harrison Ford. Yeah. He's there. Well, shit was about to be cool in the next couple of years. I mean, that's the real start. Like when there was a boom. This is pre-boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, boom yeah. yet. And this shit was no, kind of still shitty. Up for the boom. Shit was still shitty. Sh sh it was the well shittiest said. of shits. When I say John Car Carpenter, what are you thinking about for films in 1982? 1982. <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Russell. Thing. Yeah. Do you want to know something? I do. Do you want to know something? I seriously do. Do you want to know who you are? <laughs> I just finally watched that movie for the first time two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, it's good, right? It's great. <laughs> Actually, I did fall asleep in the last 15 minutes and did not see the last 15 minutes. Yeah, they're not sure who the thing is, and there's only two guys left. Yeah, I figured it was getting it, whittled away. It gets worse. Yeah. It's, the thing ends with, this is getting worse. It's alien-like in its setup. Yeah. But I liked it a lot. It, it's a good parallel to the movie Alien. Which it's a came, classic, you, I would you say. It came out in, what, 79? So it's, uh, it's definitely a, a call to it. It's yeah. talking well, about an alien. At the same time. Yeah. They came up together. So, speaking of aliens, E.T. comes out. 
Yeah. How did that do in the box office? Pretty good. They Pretty sold good. some Reese's Pieces and some video games. What do you think Beastmaster did in the box office? <laughs> I don't... Well, you know, I don't think it did well. I mean, it I played so every either. single weekend on TNT when we <laughs> yep. were growing up. Yep. Or uh, WGN. Yeah. Or you pick your regional cable yeah, yeah. Uh, choice of the time. Yeah. They played the fuck out of that the and Crawl. Yeah. Which is, they're <laughs> both they're both jams. They're both yeah, good yeah, movies. Yeah. Uh, Corey has a picture of her next to fucking Beastmaster. No shit. Yeah, she went to a Comic-Con and he was there. Mark, Mark something. I'm forgetting it too. But, uh. No, he was in a, like oh. you know he's dressed up. He was in a robe. <laughs> Gandhi came out. Oh shit! I remember watching that with my dad when it came out. I guess, <laughs> and just be, I, I didn't that is a good get story. It. I didn't that get it good. though. I was too young. No, I was like seven. They, I'm not picking six. There's oh, six. I ain't picking that up. Nah, I don't know. What are you gonna do? There was a but. But I knew of Gandhi. Not only as a person, but as a cinematic achievement, <laughs> and Sir Ben Kingsley's achievement in that movie. Is he wearing brown face? Mm. Is that a problem? I don't know. But he killed it. And he yeah. did it straight down the barrel. And they had us watch that in, I think, junior high or high school. It was one of those kind of things. There was Oh, yeah. We watched it at school for sure. We had to watch Glory, which, by the way, is a killer <laughs> yes. movie. A oh, my God. You know, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to make it. Denzel's Prayer <sighs> will, will make me maybe shed a tear. Dude, or maybe when he actually sheds a tear when he's getting whooped on. His, Denzel's tear shed. In glory is unparalleled. Yeah. His sign off to his mm-hmm. mm, that he doesn't say amen. Mm-hmm. He says shit. Yeah, and boy, do you fucking you feel felt that it. one? Oh my god, that's I think that's when I met and maybe when I fell in love with Denzel. Oh, I think yeah. it was glory. I that's think that when was the world my, did, dude. Perhaps that I was. Think a, you're right. Now, mind you, I loved him in Mighty Quinn. But Never a lot of people it. don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't don't watch Mighty Clean. He's awesome. Creep Show comes out. One is uh, fucking Kings, if not his first. Ben Kingsley in that too. Ben Kingsley played Stephen King in in Creep Show. <laughs> and then my my favorite movie of 1982, Scott Bale, Willie Ames, the movie Zapped. Oh shit! Scott Bale gets hit on the head That's and gets right. telekinesis. Willie Ames. And make some boobies fly. That was the fucking cover of the VHS when you rent it, is him lifting up the skirt of a girl drinking out of a water fountain. Because that's what you do if you got telekinesis. And that's why he's Scott a fucking Bale. douche these yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, he didn't you know write what? it, but yeah. What did Oprah say? When someone shows you who they are, believe them. If he makes people's skirts go up while they're drinking at a water fountain. Yeah, yeah. Douche! Real piece of shit. Yeah. Real piece of shit. Eat a dick, Scott. Conan came out, and then, and, and Conan. Oh, the first Conan. Yeah. Conan, let's let's not let, let's not mince words. Well, here. that's Conan. That, that's, it's a formal name. I, I call him Conan. Conan is a late I, night I, host. Technically, I'm some Conan. That's yeah. Conan. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Showed up on scene. Conan the Bavarian Barbarian. Where where uh, De Laurentiis and, and all those guys got in trouble for really tripping horses with wires and killing them oh, on set. Word. Oh, horses got hurt in the filming oh, of that no. movie. Is there no ASPCA disclaimer on the because end of that movie? Because of that movie. No they were shit. Like, yeah, yeah. They were like, we can't do this again. We got to wait. Like, you could do it in oh, Italy. Man. You could do it in Japan. Like, like Chinese and Japanese movies. Like, that they, they're really out. hurting people in those I wish ones. I never heard that. Oh, yeah, dude. When you see, when you watch Conan, <laughs> um, shit get fucked in Conan, mostly horses. And then my favorite movie, well, out shame of on them. all of these, even though I talked hard on Tron, okay, because I love Tron. It's great. You want to watch Tron? 
Just watch Tron. Let's go watch Let's do the this. double feature. Watch Tron. Tron 1. Tron 2 is pretty decent, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Olivia <laughs> Wilde. That's cool. I mean, um, that's worth a B grade right there. But anyway, I digress. This is an animation. And it's about mice and rats. Oh, shit. Yeah. Secret of Nim? Yeah. One of the best movies, stories put together. Yeah, and that was heavy, too. It's heavy. It's simple. But it, 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 just, it just takes you left to center. You're, you're in Mrs. That was not a Disney film. No, no. By a damn stretch, that was not a Disney film. No, there's violence in this film. I, I mean, Disney did violence too, but fucking sure. Bambi's Black mom. Cauldron, we you just know. watched last week. How is it? Does it hold up? I, I no. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. Secret of Nim fucking holds up. Mm. It is a glorious movie. Show your kids Secret of Nim as, okay. soon as, as soon as you think they're ready. It's not like it's scary, but it's spooky. It's intense. Dude, they're is going the down into the rose bush and the rats have their own society and they yeah. feel bad because they're leeching power off of the farmer and they want to be self-sustainable mm. god bless them yeah. secret in them one of the best movies you're right madonna <laughs> it is fucking awesome and i, I I'd, I'd, I'd drop everything to go watch that right now except for i have responsibilities here jared with you with me i don't want to waste our time talking about all these awesome movies that came out in 1982 we should Fucking listen to some music here. All right, there, well, let's there. get into it. This is New Religion. Not to be confused, I think there was a New Order song called... Oh, no, that was True Religion, which later became a, a type of jeans that moms wear. <laughs> like a foot-long zipper. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of embroidery. New Religion. Do I have the volume? Are they, oh, no, I don't. But they like to fade in on these motherfuckers. They, Thank God. <laughs> I didn't know if I had the first track playing when I was listening to There's it today. A gap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make you lean into the speakers. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Come here. That's, that's what happens. On right now. If you're in a club and Duran Duran is sitting in the VIP and they give you the "come here" finger, you fucking go. You jump on that finger. Hmm. Wow! 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 <laughs> I'm seeing a theme going on here. Yeah. Well, Johnny Taylor's a funky boy. Maybe he not is. cheeky, but he's a funky boy. No, he, he appreciates the funk. And he they probably wrote him in. Honorary member of the Funky Bunch. Yeah, yeah. He's on that bass drum like a white on rice. Well, that, that rhythm section right now is just, they're in it. Solid. You see me bopping over here. And when he's not double-timing those hi-hats, he knows when to open them and close them. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Get some, Johnny. If you don't think drugs have done good things in our lives, go home tonight and take all your albums and all your tapes and burn them. Because those musicians who made all that music that enhanced your lives throughout the year, real fucking eye on drugs. Oh, yeah, this is a deep cut, but I really like this song. Dude, I like I, what Nick Rhodes is doing there with those, like, kind of slightly 
goth sort of keyboard sounds yeah. coming out of there. Like, like that wouldn't have been out of place on a Cure album. No, uh, ominous tones maybe. Ominous, impen- great impending, word. You know, yeah. gloomy. God, not yeah, something I, you associate with Duran Duran. You wouldn't say gloomy, but this track's a little darker, I guess, in their color palette. Well, they're not going where the Smiths are going. You know, no. <laughs> but the, you take the vocals out of any Smith song and you think it's the happiest song on earth. For sure. <laughs> they, they had a real nice juxtaposition. Girlfriend in a coma sounds like it should be a fucking turtle song. I don't know what the fuck. But it seems like it could be really easy for these guys to slide into that. Mm-hmm. But they kind of they they keep everything with that tempo. This is a real tempo band. They're they not, got a metronome. They got, this yeah, shit yeah. was recorded to a click and because not, it's meant for the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. And they're not doing anthem shit, uh, you know, so far. And they're and they're not doing that real like, let's just break it down on this track. <laughs> that will come later. Sure. They're not there yet. They're, they're still not there yet. full of piss and vinegar right now. They're setting themselves up. This These is that second young, album that young is. Young men in their early 20s. Yeah, fuck you. Just meeting all kinds of success and women, and they dress nice, so they're. At no time do I want to walk into a club and not have Duran Duran playing <laughs> when I show up. I mean, they had stylus. I mean, we're, they weren't the first, but they had stylus, and Armani would make them custom suits. That's, they were fresh to death every day. The perfect combo of. Good-looking British dudes and fucking yeah talent. Who's the fucking ugly guy in Duran Duran? Right. Come on. Boy band. They're, they're boy yeah. band, except for they can play. Yep. Dude, skipping that bass that drum a, into that fucking Is that the chili peppers right here? Yeah. Right? Did I just not find the missing link? <laughs> you, no, you nailed it. You could sit down with Kiedis and Flea and, and Chad and whoever's the guitarist at the time and be like... Johnny's back! Did we not cover this on the podcast yet? Fuck, dude. I don't, the, obviously, COVID came and fucked that all up. Yeah, yeah. But... Because mm, the, the, de- every other decade, they get a Frushani in the group. Yeah. You could probably only take a uh, certain amount of <laughs> Fushiani. Dabble, do you? <laughs> but uh, I digress again. But Dude, that's great happy news. Happy day. It's great oh, news. Oh, happy day. Six months ago when that happened. <laughs> so. For free! So their production is on point. I think we can agree that their production's yes. on point. Well, Mr. Thurston done it right. One of the, one of the techniques for this album when they were mixing it down was to every now and then just play it on mono because they felt that if they if this could carry on mono, then it, you know, and, and it's the idea that any good song could be played acoustically. Yes, you know, there's the bones to it. They felt that with the way the the sound was being distributed right and left and whatever. If this could carry in a mono, and so they had this certain speaker that they'd mix down to mono. Not that that takes too much, but, sure. you know, and fucking play it and be like, okay, if this sounds good, everything beyond this is going to sound great. And let me tell you, Chris, that's exactly how I was experiencing it. My little clock radio with the one speaker. And they knew it. They knew that's how most people are going to listen to it. thinking of me. 
They're thinking of you. They're thinking of you because you're in America and this is how they produce their radio. And then they did another cut for fucking Europe and yeah. Australia, which was basically Europe. Because the sound waves go counterclockwise. It's, you have to, it, there's a centrifugal. Different voltage on the radios. It's, it's you nuts. Got eight prongs to your plug. It's a whole fuck. Right? Look like you're trying to plug in a fucking oven every time you want to listen to the radio. Dude, I broke immediately a charger for, <laughs> in for, Europe? for my Milwaukee tools in London. I tried to charge him in... Uh, the in, wrong voltage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, and, and I, knew, I knew what I was getting into. You bought your ticket. You knew what you were getting into. Take the ride. And so uh, I just used the adapter. But what you need to do is have this transducer or whatever that, that scales it down. <laughs> you just you, lost me a transducer. Yeah, dude. I don't even know what that word means. Yeah, it's not the right word either. Sonic um, transducer, get no looser. Yeah. <laughs> dude, are you, you right? Boys. Are it's we right in here? It's the dead boys. So, uh, so immediately it just popped. And then when I bought it back, I had never even charged the battery yet. And and uh, luckily we had other ones that that you know we on site we could do it because we had the fucking the scale down power cleaner. Um, I just brought it back to the hardware store. I said, "Yeah, the charger didn't work." <laughs> and they said, "We've never had that happen." <laughs> They're like, "We never had that happen, but we're not gonna make a deal of this, so we'll yeah, just no, replace you're not. it." Yeah, you're not. That's where that C that that fucking C company comes in with that swinging dick. <laughs> you're like, "Listen, we do business here." We got we got big boy hold, you, holding on the ship. I'll just fix this. For <laughs> yeah, why don't we just make this not an issue? Because oh. I gotta go to Singapore. Um, fucking yeah, we already talked about girls on film being there. Fucking whatever. And the, I, I think I finished my notes, Jared. Oh, the mix to mono. Oh, the last one, eroticism. Have you noticed that these guys are sexy? They're sexy. Those bass lines are sexy. The tempo is sexy. What this- is it? Music was created in a lab to drive white girls nuts. God You're bless right. them. God bless them. God they nailed it. Them. And they keep nailing it. These guys are killing it. I'm going to widen that scope. Not even just white girls. I think if you got a pulse, you, you, you're not going to... I Me. Mm-hmm. Who, how many times do I just sit there and shimmy in my chair during an episode? You're shimming most of this episode. Yeah. You can't I, help I, it. I can't even stop. I'm like... I'm like, what what's his do? name? Uh, Eddie Murphy's Charlie Murphy. Just Charlie in the, Murphy. Uh, I'm Charlie Murphy. Getting his over two here. seconds before the take. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting that groove on. This is track seven, though. So is this the secret banger of the album? We're about to find out. Last chance in a stairway. Right away, I don't know. Eroticism. What yeah. are you doing in a stairway? Yeah. It's not going to heaven, brother. Let me tell you that. All Through the Night by uh, All Through the Night 83 a year later just, just coming in just these guys just they what they do is they feel the, they feel the door if they're firemen they feel the door to see if it's warm <laughs> and then they just kick it open kick the door open you know when Duran Duran shows up you know that <laughs> the presence is known you could be in the shitter at a club, and Duran Duran walks through the door, and you're like, Duran Duran just showed up. I don't know what happened. They just got three degrees cooler, but I feel like taking my shirt off. Everybody just got a little bit sexier. <laughs> yes. I feel sexier when listening to Duran. I feel like... Oh, zing, zang, zing. Yeah, come on. Everybody wants to fuck me right now. That's how I feel when right. I listen to this. Right. 
<laughs> right. If you had theme music, it's always Duran Duran. Yeah. With those guitars that just come in with the... I'm going to do it. I'm... I'm, I'm Yang. There's a lot of Wang Chung in there. You know, a little... Ba-gang. Yeah. Well, that's that's where I was making that, like, fish bone, fish bone comparison. They're, and Mighty Mighty Ballstones. Any band that has horns. crazy horn section, they but they do it with the with the keys, they do the it with guitars. the bass, and they do it with the guitars, and they all take turns doing it, just throwing it out there. Shang. I love it. I love it because I don't get tired of it. You know, though, I don't know if I want to go through this album two times in a row. You know? No, you just move on to the next album. That's the beauty of Duran Duran. You just keep going. You know they're going to be fine, so you can kind of just take them and leave them. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be all right. They're cornerstone. Simon LeBond got like seven cougaroos. He going to be all right. <laughs> I, I, hope they, I hope they invested their money. Oh, I hope, I think I hope they're, they're all doing all right. I think they do it because they love it. Honestly, like, how could they not be set for life after the 80s? It couldn't have all gone up their nose. But the thing is, 80s, 80s dollars don't carry into 2020 dollars. Fair enough. But then they got 90s dollars. I heard... And they tour all the... You know, every time they get a record, they tour. I think they're okay. Sigourney Weaver got $30,000 for playing Ripley and Alien. And then she got, like... $1979. Yeah. Nowadays, that's, like, $40,000. It is close to that. (laughs) Uh, And didn't get a whole hell of a lot for for Aliens. You know, got like two hundred busters too. Come on, cashed in. Come on, she was in one. Vibraphones. By the way, I want you to know. Was she in two? That's Simon LeBon playing the vibraphones right there. Really? Yep. You didn't know, talented fella. Not just a voice. Yeah. Played the vibraphones. He also plays some kind of like ancient flute on some other song. I can't remember. That he borrowed from Sting. It looked like a frog with like holes <laughs> in it. It's, I don't even know what song it was. I don't hear a flute on this, but how did he these, did it. How did these guys get together? Do you know? Oh, no, but I'm going to guess like art school. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bet against that one. <laughs> I don't know. I just know they came together in the late 70s. I know that this is not the original lineup. I think they had like some early days shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, the uh, the guitar playing Taylor, Andy Taylor, was the last piece to gel of this quote unquote classic lineup. Is this the secret banger of the of the album? Because this is a banger. This is slipping under my skin. <laughs> you saw me grooving a little bit. I did, and I was like, you know what? You're right. Uh, arguments could be made, Chris. Yep. You want you put together a mix album and you throw this song on there. People are gonna think you're a lot smarter than you are. This is this Plus, is, a, this I is like it. I like the way British people say chance. They don't really hide their British in their singing. Or not Simon too much. Doesn't. He's not like super blatant like Bowie was or like uh, some other people. Yeah. It just sounded like the president right there. Lots of people, they don't sound... All kinds of people are telling me. They don't sound <laughs> like Americans when they sing. Uh, all sorts of people. So many, many people. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that was... That's a good song. That's a good song. Last Chance, last chance in Stairway. Yeah. Hmm. I might have to... He's just looking at some... Lady with an ass walking up ahead of him. That's what I, that's what I'm seeing. And He's like perving out on the stairway. Yeah, yeah, and every flight that they go around is oh, like she might get off I, at that, or she might get off, or we both might get off. 
on, on the landing. God bless the eighties, dude. If I this could- is just this is just <laughs> this is that uh, this is a crossroads in in the world. AIDS, <laughs> AIDS is about to just fucking fuck all this shit up right now. Yeah. Like really the party's did. over. It really did. Party's over. Oh my god. Hey, yeah, yo, dude, some serious shit, bro. That scared the shit out of me. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. Did I did I tell you that one of the things my mom sent me when I was in college? <laughs> Condos. No. Oh. Was uh was just an article about getting AIDS. Mm. There was no note. There was no like, hey, buddy. There's nothing. It was, and normally she'll write a little post-it note like, "Hey, here's this," or "I read this," or "Isn't that funny?" This uh, one was just AIDS. It's just you. You want to play some audible sexual charades? Did you lose your virginity, raw dog? I uh, I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> it's just me. It's just nice. <laughs> and no, boy, no. did I not lose sleep over that for like a while. I, I, and we're friends to this day, but, and had a real nice special relationship over the years. But the first time I I got together with this lady, I was basically convinced that I just got something. Not because she was filthy or dirty or anything. It was all because awesome. Because it was the hype. But because the hype. it was, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I was like 23. I mean. I'm coming fairly fresh out of college. I was spooked about Anything like that. Like, yeah. oh, that's how you die. Great. We didn't have a handle on it then. No, no. Zero handle. Yeah. Zero handle. And any kind of misstep, because I didn't use a condom those bunch of times. We Sometimes. You just. And I was just like. Chris, I want to tell you, I could count on two hands. The t- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm alive to tell the tale. <laughs> I'm the chosen. I'm the boy who lived. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much as words. Can I get into the next song? Yeah, let's save do it. a prayer for the morning after. How appropriate is that? Can I say, I love this song so much that arpeggiator so good. Using that bend wheel. You ever wonder what that little wheel is for on those fancy mm-hmm. keyboards? Yeah, yeah, right there. Um, he's doing. Yeah. He's doing rim shots right now on the on the. Kind of sounds like an actual kit. Nick Rhodes having his little uh, Rick Wright moment right there. Yeah. But the bass is forward in most of these tracks. They're not hiding it at all. That's a solid move in the dance world. It, it's kind of the move. Yeah. It's the move. Guitar's a supporting character in exactly. this Exactly. Yeah. It's the true rhythm of things sometimes which is almost harkens back to where guitar was developed it was it was mostly as this supporting instrument and then once once uh, les paul started fucking putting some juice to it it started coming a little more forward more and more yeah. god damn this song um, god damn this song it comes in the second time they come into this chorus that's when the that's when the harmonies yep Nope, they actually kick in right there. But just, just on that tail end of this, of the. But the yeah. second time they come through that, it comes correct through the whole chorus, and it's bliss. Yeah. As much bliss as Nick Rhodes is feeling as he's working that toggle wheel right now. One of my favorite things to do playing the drums and constructing a song 
his bass drum hit linked with opening up the hi-hats a little oh, bit. I thought you were going to say rim shots. No, no, rim <laughs> shots are great. They're great. Uh, sounds like you're punching somebody. Yeah, those rim shots are ringing through there. So many do 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 do's. Yep. Oh. Just roll into that next line. It's almost like, fuck, here, am I going to do this or what? Michael Anthony. Oh. Those modes okay. he's hitting. Okay, let me pour whiskey here. Were you like, is that out of tune? No, it's fucking perfectly in tune. It's just on some fucking Dorian mode or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, crazy. It's, I wish I knew music theory, Chris. I no, could express to you what I yeah, truly feel. It, right it's here. about the circle of fifths and the and the fucking sweep arpeggios. This one had a video too, where they're all they. Here's the thing about the videos for this album. They would run away between tour stops to Antigua, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of places. They like it warm. Islands. Yeah, they're Where warm. they could have, you know, these are not dumb guys. They're British guys with tans. They're like, we're, yes, which is rare. That's a short list. Yeah. And like Rod Stewart, and that's about it. But. They, linen they, pants. <laughs> yes. Just, just You can see guys. the head of the. You have to go to work. Might as well go to work in paradise. Mm -hmm. Bring in the supermodels. We're gonna Mm -hmm. film some videos. There's gonna be elephants. There's gonna be boats. This one, I think, they're singing on like boulders on the ocean edge or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Know what I'm saying? Um, You notice a theme if you watch all the videos for this album. There's a theme. Exotic locales. Yes. Yeah. They take you places. This is the most new wave song on this album, maybe. It is. Keyboard hooks. Fuck. Fuck out of here. This is this is. Where's f- the guitars even? You don't know. This is a few intonations from being a Cure song. <laughs> a little more dark guitar, and you're there. Yeah. I have to Morning save it after. after. Yep. Yeah. Don't say a prayer for me now. <laughs> yeah. That's right up Robert, Mr. Robert's uh, you know, alley. There's like minds going here, but there's different perspectives, you know, where they're coming from. Both master songwriters. Or Actually, you know what? I want, that's the other thing I wanted to say about this album. This album is credited as written and arranged by Duran Duran. Nice. All for one, one for all. Yeah, you know how nice. much we like that on this podcast. That's the move. I Who's lose- not contributing on this album? You t- yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. in the moment killing it. Yep. I just turned it all the way off. That's <laughs> no, how excited yeah. I got. <laughs> Everybody. And you know what? Uh, the bass, uh, there's too many Taylors. John Taylor, in an interview, maybe not too far back, in the, in the last 10 years, just recalls that. It's like every this album in particular is everybody playing at their peak. Like, this is peak. Maybe this one and the next one is, like, peak Duran. Yeah. All the Durans are coming up. Yeah. Who, how did that, how did that, get, how did they get named Duran Duran? Oh, man, I don't know. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> but, but, hey, there's a mystery. That is. How, I, how do trees get made? I don't know. I did not. How do magnets work? I didn't look at their wiki page. It might be on there. 
But in the same time, I've never, ever heard this. Like, Depeche Mode, I know, means, like, fast fashion in French or whatever. You know, so I don't don't know what the fuck Duran Duran is. Well, Van Halen is the name of two of the guys, you know, two of the guys' last names. Yeah. Um, Simon Duran is his given name. What is a Duran? And why do you need two of them? I don't know. uh, Old Hands of Stone, the the boxer. (laughs) Jimmy Duran. (laughs) No mas. No mas. Jim, Jim, Jim. Who was who was the boxer Jim, that I used Jim, to play? Jim, 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 and Jam. Uh, I don't know. Jam Dindy. You talking Jim Dandy? Jim Jam Dindy. You talking about Knockout Kings? Yeah, yeah. 1998. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. You were Ken Norton. Oh, always. And a always. crusher, Ken Norton. Oh my God. Slow but powerful. I called him Hightower because he looked like Bubba Smith in that yeah. video game. And and because of his athletic prowess, they decided in track and field in high schools across the nation <laughs> that you can only do three events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Norton rule. When you get a yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Not Jim Norton. You can't you can't we can't we can't <laughs> only like so no, many no, genders. No. Was, <laughs> you can only fuck how many genders? <laughs> It's the Jim Norton rule. I mean, that things have opened up for him. I mean, there's like 25 genders. He's right killing now. it. He's. Do you know what? Fucking brave soul. Quite honestly, to, yeah, for sure. To just use it. We got to the end of the album, Chris. Is this the last cut? This is the final cut. Oh, the my chauffeur. God, the chauffeur. I think they're meeting a lot of chauffeurs now, at this point. Some before we you rolled this one. And before my battery goes down with all my drops that are that are obviously killing it right now, I need obviously. to I need to come in with more than fifty one percent, or I got to fucking plug in. This song, the lyrics to this song, is what cemented Simon Lebon in Duran Duran. Oh, now it's on their second album, but some of these tracks, kind of like a Jane's Addiction, some of these tracks were actually drink everybody. Yeah, I'll drink to that. Me too. And also one of the shittiest splits. Sixty six percent for Perry. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's not written and arranged yeah. by nobody. They all had their own production companies, but Perry fucked them. That sucks. Go whatever. Whatever, man. Point yeah. Point being is, some of these tunes are older tunes. The chauffeur is accredited his lyric writing for making everybody be like, "Yeah, this is our guy. <laughs> this is this is the dude." Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's pay some attention to the lyrics. Maybe they'll even maybe Amazon Music will bless me with the lyrics of this album. So far, they haven't given me shit. Nope. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Black mold, dude. Okay. Bass chorus. There's some fuckery going on with these chorus pedal. It's just keyboard and bass. That's all that's happening right now. Yeah. And then it cuts. Uh, What a closer, man, right away. And he's just rolling that vocal melody. Yeah, right? It does. It's going through. It's just creepy. What? What's going on with this tune? This is how you're ending it. 
Oh, what the fuck? Those almost sound programmed. And it, it sounds like what you heard prior, but they're good with it now. Yeah. They're, they're having some studio fucking wizardry going on with their electronic instruments, with the intonation. They're, they're, they're kind of spreading out here. A little bit. That's how, you little close bit. It. That's how you close an album. Yeah. This is what might be on the next album, is what you're saying. Some weird shit. And... Yes. How sick was that? How sick was that fucking melody line? Dude, that vocal line's insane. And the lyrics underneath it weren't too shabby either. And he, 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 this is, it's folk storytelling almost. Is that like the, when did the 808 come out? This is pre-808. I would think. This is open the door to 808. This is like 807. This is like Lynn. It's like Lindrum, the Lindrum machine, or what? It's, it's the Barry Lindrum machine. Yes. Fucking Lindrum. Oh. Oh. Right? All of it's filthy. My neck just... Hmm. Another secret banger. I think so. And put this one on the list of, like, great closers, right? Yeah. Because, because if you let this album in the time in the time of 1982, you yep. let this album play around again, and you and Rio's the next song after this. Yeah, in you, for a dollar, in for a dime. You pull Simon Lebon out of this mix, and I told you this was the new 21 Pilots song. Yeah, you'd fucking believe me, dude. Dude, you would, dude. <laughs> just got that little bit of metallic sound to his vocals with almost like a uh, who was the guy from Pink Floyd that went nuts Sid Barrett Sid almost like this Sid Barrett vocal line that's yeah. kind of a little unhinged these guys are absolutely aware of Pink Floyd oh they grew up on it I guarantee you right yeah. Bowie and Floyd yeah. they, these are the guys they're, they're what like probably about 60 now there's a band called the good the bad the queen that was mm-hmm. it's basically a super group that had a couple albums the bass player from the the Clash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and from Damon Blur. Albarn. Yeah. Albarn. 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 It harkens hey, to no this. Get. Yeah. <laughs> it harkens to this track mm. where it's this, it, it it sounds like a folk story that from beat. a fishing village that you never heard of yeah. that has a rich history. It's just dripping. That with, could be a gorilla's track. For sure. For fucking sure. In 1982. Yeah. This sounds as fresh today, like... Listen to that. You came up with this today right now. I'd be like, yeah, that's a banging track. That's a hit. Well done, Jared. Get Cardi B on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can... <laughs> this thing is a carcass of good fucking <laughs> rhythm. This is, yeah, this is the wind down. I like it. I'm feeling this for a closer. God damn Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is some motherfuckers at the top of their game. And not even at the top. They feel like they're at the top. They're, they're the top as they've ever been. Well, but they top it more on their next album. You're God, absolutely yeah. right. And if you put yourself in their place, you're saying the 20-somethings in 1982, and they just fucking finished recording this. With Hot and cold running cocaine? Yeah, full intention. Just full intention into making this banging album. And nailed it. Every is, single track. Yes. There's no weak track on here. But what's There's commercial just, about this right here? Nothing. This is, some, this is a fucking guy's... 
doing weird shit because it's turning them on. This is like, you heard Rio, you heard Hungry, Hungry Like a Wolf. This is how we're ending the album. Yeah, coin purse. Yeah. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Good on you, guys. <laughs> Simon Rhodes and the rest of the Taylors. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how do you feel Duran Duran as an entity would be in a breakup? <laughs> Probably pretty good. How many supermodels have they broken up with collectively? I think I think it's a pretty good breakup. I think you kind of go like, if they break up with you, yeah. you're kind of like, eh. I think when, I get you it. See, when they see their exes next, they still give them the French air kisses. You know what I mean? Beautifully said. <laughs> Beautifully said. <laughs> yeah. If you can still air kiss, you're good. These, what are they, British? They're British guys? British guys. They're British guys that feel European. Yeah. Very continental. Yeah. They're not They're not just relegated to fucking stodgy humor they, and, oh. and, and, and strict metronome, except for they don't slip rhythm. Mm-hmm. They don't slip time on this. It is really fucking strictly put together, but it has, without having air in the room, it has air in the album, it has air through the tracks, and obviously you just want to bop your head Throughout this whole fucking, did, you, did everybody just hear what we yeah. what just happened? Duran Duran is you see killing what God it. God just did to us, man. They're my friends. I made them. Wait a second. I meant to say thank you, Gilbert. Yes. To Duran Duran, to the fans, <sighs> to Jesus for making it all possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, we got to we get to revisit our. Well, you know, what do you even call that uh, era of your life? You're definitely preteen, but you're even younger than that. I wasn't. You're on, just a kid. Yeah. you're just a kid. That's the best way to put it. With, with the closest I got to Duran Duran was when Tron came out. I knew that was something special. That was that's that's where my head was at. Yeah, you know. So I'm eight years old or whatnot. I I can't take this in. I don't mm. know what's going on, but. When I started getting into my teens, these tracks were still jamming. Oh, they were evergreen. When yeah, evergreen. Yeah. When MTV is hitting their fucking, they decide to go into high gear. Duran Duran is helping them do that. Yeah. Um, when you're having a beach party or you get old enough to fucking go to a club, Duran Duran's there. Yeah. And they've already been there. Mm. Duran Duran always has been <laughs> and always will be <laughs> this is the album truthfully this is the album I got into him on for sure I was a little too young oh, for the yeah. first album Girls yeah. on Film was before I had to come back to that yeah, yeah but Rio Hungry Like the Wolf I mean that was I was fully into it Girls on Film on. I was like oh yeah it's those guys yeah. that sing fucking Rio and yeah. that sing Hungry Like a Wolf I I got on to Virgin America Airlines, Virgin yeah. Atlantic. Yeah. Going over to London, doing some jobs. One, if you, you are an international hitman, if I didn't mention that before. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I admit, did you want me to say that? No, I mean, it's good. You don't, you know. You kind of live out loud, so I just was. Yeah, yeah. Without dropping names or anything, yeah. I, I, I execute across <coughs> the ocean. The Pope. Oh. Uh, <laughs> didn't, the didn't the old, the old, not oh, the current the way, Pope, but the, the old Pope. The Pope died. didn't die, by the way. No, but the old Pope did. He was the old pope, the previous pope, not the yeah, not yeah. the sitting pope. No, no, it but it was standing pope. But I knew, but it was Goldie Hawn, it was the pope, and it was Liam Neeson, and I know somebody passed away. Yeah, it, was, it turned out to be the pope. About one hundred ten thousand people passed away, Chris. Mm, strange times we're living in, Jared. Where was I going with any of this stuff? I don't know. I just, but I wish it was nineteen eighty two again. 
I'm coming online well after Duran Duran. Duran Duran always has been, always will be. Yes. You know what? Maybe it's just the environment. I'm really stoked on this album. I was stoked <laughs> on this album when we came up with let's do let's do Rio. Well, what you didn't get to see because it was a text, but the smile that came on my face when you texted me, <laughs> "Can we do real?" And I, I don't, I, if we discussed it before, I don't remember, like so many things. But um, when that came through, I was just like, "Oh yeah, of course we must do this. That makes sense. Yeah, let's do real." And if you're a, you know, forty-five-year-old white guy, uh, you probably uh, had something to relate to here. I think so. I think they transcend even that though. You can't Okay. You can't be that large. All right. Let's let's undeniable things about Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. One, the name. So good you had to say it twice. Yeah. The rhythm section bass lines. The the drums you could kind of think, all right, there's there's not a ton of body, but there's a lot of there's some sick fills in there's there. There's some sick fills, there's a lot of movement. Yeah. If you half timed those drum beats, those the d- double hi hats and all that stuff, it wouldn't work. No. So everything that the drummer's doing, he's fucking doing right. The bassist is kind of shining. It's kind of his gig. It's kind of this album is Simon, but but okay. None of this is true, but I, I want to work through this. All right. On the front, you always know that's his voice. That's Simon Lebon. Very distinctive voice. You could replace the drummer technically, but his what he brought artistry. When you're saying all songs written by Duran oh, Duran, yeah. dude, it's he, he did his part, man. He did his part, and then the bass is just shining. Okay, so now you got the guitars and the keyboard. You're lucky if you can not appreciate what they're doing because they're doing their job so well. Yeah, but that's the kind of guitar playing I like, and that's the kind of shit I would gravitate towards, and the kind of shit I would play that was more supplementary. You, as a guitar player, when we've played together. We're fucking excellent at that. And not, not, um, I don't know if it was ever intention or if it was feel or whatnot, but you knew how to, you knew how to navigate that middle space that if someone was really listening, just like with Duran Duran, sorry to blow some sunshine towards you, <laughs> you all of a sudden you're like, what, what is that fucker doing? That, you know what? That comes from playing with guitars that are infinitely, guitarists that are infinitely better than me. And so, and I've never been, I'm Guitar George. I know all the chords. Yeah. You don't make a cry or sing. <laughs> no. Though. But I know where to get in where I fit in because I've always played with guitar players who were like like Ben. Yeah, who yeah. could just fucking rip it off the dome. Take all the space if you off wanted to. Off the dome. That's yeah. not my place. Yeah. And I think the... Be- <laughs> Whoa, grandiose statement coming. All right, I think the it. best rhythm guitar players are the ones who Play the quote unquote know their place. <laughs> okay and, and i'm one of them and that sounds shitty but it's true because if you take pride in being yeah 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 that look at john lennon one of the best rhythm guitar players in history yeah 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 uh stone gosser there's a long there's a lot to be proud of in being a rhythm i'm here amen just stand with the rhythm guitar players and the atmospheric dudes what I, what I always liked about separate chapter, they got I, a whole different uh, charter, but the I, atmospheric dudes and the rhythm guitar—it's a subset. Okay, that's what I'm saying. What I always liked about playing with you, Jared, is you knew your place. That's right. That's right. I may not know my place on this episode, Chris. Ooh, we could explore it on the next episode. You know, we-